Hello everyone and welcome to a special edition of Games Are Fun. Today's episode is our Animal Crossing New Horizons review episode. So unlike our regular episodes, this episode will be completely dedicated to Animal Crossing New Horizons. Joining me on this episode are my two co-hosts, Adam Beagle and Garrett Neely. Adam, how are you doing? I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm doing really well. Garrett, how about yourself? I'm doing awesome. Excited to talk about some Animal Crossing tonight. Yeah, me too. This has been a long time coming. We've been talking about this game in our group chat literally pretty much every day since it, we all got it. So we finally found the time to come together and record a whole review episode. So that's basically what this episode is going to look like. It's going to be a review. We're going to be doing impressions, um, obviously taking a deeper dive into some of the systems within Animal Crossing, uh, giving you guys some personal stories of things we've experienced through our playthrough, stuff like that. So thank you all for, for joining us. Um, if this is your first time checking out Games Are Fun, regular episodes air every Tuesday. Uh, each week, Garrett, Adam, and myself join together to discuss the biggest topics in the video game industry and give impressions on recent game releases. Uh, Games Are Fun is available on 11 podcast platforms, including Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and many more. Just search for Games Are Fun on your podcast platform of choice. So yeah, if this is your first time checking out Games Are Fun, I encourage you to check out some of our other episodes if you're interested in just general game and news discussions. I know not everybody here who listens to the show has been playing Animal Crossing, maybe doesn't have an interest in Animal Crossing, so uh, this is kind of like a bonus episode for those people who wanted to hear our review of it. So so the how the episode's going to work is uh, we kind of have, it's going to be a review, so obviously the basic stuff of just here are things we like, here are things we dislike, etc. Uh, we're going to be focusing on some discussion points, um, you know, such as the games like progression system, some of the gameplay mechanics, the soundtrack, the visuals, you know, the multiplayer, um, stuff like that. We're going to kind of split it up into those categories and spend some time talking about each of those things. So that's kind of what the overall structure of the episode looks like. This is only really the second time we've done one of these game-specific um, review episodes. Me and Adam did one last year for Death Stranding. That was like a two-hour, 45-minute episode. <laughs> but that's partially because we re- had to do like the first half spoiler-free, and then we spent like another hour and a half talking about the game's story. So this episode is definitely not going to be that long, um, mainly because... At the time of this recording, uh, we're literally hours away from playing Final Fantasy VII, so we all want to to jump onto that right after we're done recording. So we shall see how. I guess you guys know, listening to this already, how long it's going to go. But uh, I think it, I think it will be a good episode. All right, so let's just like jump jump right into it. We don't have to do any housekeeping. Um, so. We've talked about Animal Crossing already on Games Are Fun. I think a couple episodes ago, all three of us gave our impressions of it. So, you know, those were very surface level comments uh, on what we thought of the game, things we liked and disliked. Um, But for those who maybe missed that episode, I wanted to go around the table again and just give some quick impressions, um, you know, just a quick summary of what you think of Animal Crossing. Um, So, Adam, I'm going to start with you. Uh, yeah, so I I uh, rolled credits on the game, so I have uh, 
officially uh, beaten it, I guess you could say. Not that one ever really beats Animal Crossing, yeah. but uh, so I rolled credits, which you know opens opens some additional um, modification options for the island. Basically, allows you to uh, terraform it and make it almost the way you want. There are some certain limitations, but um, lets you do a whole whole lot of things and. Um, I'm still really enjoying it. I think I enjoyed it more sort of before I rolled the credits since there was more sort of uh, guided tasks to complete each each day. Um, but overall, just fantastic. Nice. Awesome. Garrett? Yeah, I haven't uh, progressed too far since the last time we talked. I have not uh, rolled the credits yet, but I'm, I'm getting close. I think probably in the next two days I'll be there as long as I you know, check in on my town the next couple of days. But um, yeah, basically I, I, my thoughts back then uh, on that episode was that, um, you know, this is the ultimate animal crossing game and um, you know, every, every game so far has, has just built on the last one. And, and um, this one's done a great job of giving people um, stuff to do every day. I I'm, I'm with you, Adam. I think that um, as it's gotten further away from the beginning of the game, the, the guided tasks have, have kind of gone away and, you're really up to yourself to kind of create your own fun and decide what, what your goal is going to be. And then that's fine. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm getting to the point now where, yeah, I'm ready to unlock the terraforming. I'm ready to kind of overhaul my Island. And, um, uh, I've got a couple ideas in mind for what I'm going to be doing and kind of where I'm going to move people around and that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, uh, surface level thoughts are just, it's great. And, and, And we'll get into more here in just a minute, I think. Yeah. I'm, I'm with it with you guys. I, haven't really progressed uh, too much since then. I haven't rolled credits or anything. I'm probably the furthest behind um, compared to, well, definitely compared to Adam. I still am just blown away by how many hours you have logged in into it. I have 130 right now. Yeah, that's (laughs) like I have, I think, 40 or 45. So like you're you're passing me by uh, quite a bit, but I, I really like it. I'm kind of falling in that trap too of like, I've done a lot of the bigger things now. I still have, I think, quite a few things to do in terms of like the game's like storyline and everything. But I'm I'm still kind of finding like my my play sessions are much shorter. I'm only you know dropping in in the mornings of doing things that I need to do. I'm not really spending as much time grinding for resources to do whatever. Um, just because I'm starting, you know, personally, just starting to to not lose interest, but, um, yeah, like I, I played a good chunk of it, really liked it, but I, uh, I'm, I'm starting to settle down, I guess. So, but yeah, I, I like it. It's my first animal crossing. Um, it's surpassed my expectations of it. I have, you know, regretted that I haven't joined this, uh, franchise earlier on. Um, especially like I had a 3ds, I, I always interested in new leaf. And then once I got the switch, I was like, well, I'm not going to touch my 3DS. I'll just wait for whatever this game, you know, gets announced and and eventually it got announced and I was really excited to to play it come launch day. So, been really enjoying it, um but yeah, we can dive deeper into some of these things here in a bit. So, the first thing I wanted to start off is talking about the game's like storyline. So, it's not uh everyone's kind of story is a little bit different right on terms of progression but we all kind of started the same way so in new horizons you know we go to this deserted island and we're all given 
um, basically a tent as our first kind of home. And we also get two residents that start with us on the island, completely random. And then obviously we each get a different fruit. So um, I think we've talked about this on the show before, but I wanted to just kind of talk about what that first day was for you guys. Who were the, your residents that you got and who was, what kind of fruit, that kind of stuff. So um, Adam, I guess we'll just shoot it back to you. Yeah, so for me, my, my first day, I don't really remember too much uh, because I wiped that the following day. So midnight, I played. I was I was excited. I'm like, uh, my first island, I absolutely hated. I didn't like the name I created, so I wiped that. Um, the second one I created, I'm like, okay, this is pretty good. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with this. And then um, it was the, the following morning. I forget what it was. Uh, maybe it was the villagers I didn't like or... Maybe the fruit I didn't like or a combination of those things. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to start over, um, which was partly a bad move because it, it set me a day behind uh, since the, the days actually switch over at 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. as opposed to midnight. Um, so my actual first day, um, you know, I, I started with Ursula and Snake, uh, both villagers that I, I absolutely love. I think they're they're both really fun characters. Um my island I liked a lot better. I had peaches, which is the fruit that I wanted from the start. Um, so it was a much better, um, it, it was better overall that I did that. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, yeah, so it was just, you know, you get your tent and, you know, you have just kind of only a few things you can go there or a few things you can do. There's a um, kind of minimal area you can explore. Uh, certain parts are, are locked behind, uh, you know, areas that you need tools to be able to to get into like crossing rivers uh climbing up cliffs um so you couldn't do all that stuff but yeah it was just kind of you know getting your bearings getting a couple recipes to make things um you know handing in a couple bugs to tom nook so he can call blathers in to start the museum process and it it was all stuff that like you don't need a guide for this you know it was Mm -hmm. just you kind of come across it naturally like you have enough time during the day that um you have plenty of time to discover that so right and what was it what's your island's name again lazy vista right lazy vista yeah is there any inspiration behind that name (laughs) not really no (laughs) um i i think with the the island theme and kind of uh knowing that there's you know different heights that you can get to and different sort of uh you know, you have the beach and and things like that, different kind of areas that you have. And so so the, the word Vista came to mind. So I'm like, you know, I kind of had that going from the start. And I'm like, what do I want to go along with that? And I'm like, you know what? You, you play Animal Crossing, you know, you, you kind of there's no real like uh, pressure or stress that goes mm-hmm. with the game. So it kind of just becomes a relaxed experience. And I figure, you know. Um, what kind of goes along with being relaxed other than, you know, lazy. So yeah. uh, that's that's what I went with. Yeah, it's very, I think it's a, a good, good name for mm-hmm. the theme of New Horizons yeah, for exactly. sure. Exactly, right. Yeah, so for myself, um, I knew coming in that I wanted oranges just because orange is my favorite color. And uh, I just like to see the orange, orange little, you know, bits of orange um, all over the island. So, I reset the game like 
six or seven times in a row, I want to say. Oh, my gosh. Uh, like, I, you know, as soon as we got to the very first scene of the airplane flying over, you could see what your fruit was. And I'm like, ah, apples again. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, it probably took me a good 45 minutes before I actually started playing because I just kept resetting and starting over. And so um, finally got my oranges and the the layout that I that I got was was pretty nice. It's kind of a... Um, kind of divided into thirds, I guess. And so it's, it's not a, nothing too bad. And I knew, you know, that the, the terraforming was an option down the line. So I wasn't too concerned Mm -hmm. with, with the layout of the Island. But, um, my first two villagers were Mira, who's a rabbit and she's kind of like a superhero. She's got like a red mask over her eyes and, um, kind of got like a, looks like a championship belt or something around (laughs) her waist. I don't, I don't know what she's supposed to be, but she's really cool. She's, she's, uh, super peppy and and uh, always friendly. And then I also got Biff, who's a hippo, and he's kind of a jock. He's always talking about um, working out and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And so, um, yeah, I was happy with those two. And um, trying to think, there was something I was going to touch on, Adam, that you said. Oh, uh, when it comes to um, your first day on the island. So in, in previous Animal Crossing games, um, you know, on your first day, you would you would have access to like two different tools that you could purchase from Tom Nook um, and they were random. So like if on the first day you got stuck with like the slingshot and the net, like all you could do is catch bugs that first day. You couldn't fish, you couldn't dig, you couldn't chop trees or anything like that. So the one thing I really appreciated was that they gave you the recipes to uh, build the kind of the essential tools for that first day to kind of, you know, give you a few things to do. Um, so I really appreciated that. And, um, the fact that you didn't have to just wait for, for, you know, what could be something pretty essential to the game, like fishing or something Mm -hmm. like that. So, um, that was one thing that, that stuck out to me that I really enjoyed on that first day was just being able to get out there and start doing stuff immediately. Um, and as far as my town name, I went with Roanoke, which is what I'd name all my towns. Um, the story behind that is the first animal crossing game came out when I was in the seventh grade and, we had just learned about the the Roanoke colony, which, if you don't know, is a colony in the U.S. Uh, I believe it was sometime in like the 1700s that you know it was a colony of a couple hundred people, and then um, the next time that that it was checked on by somebody, uh, that everyone was gone. Basically, everyone in this colony disappeared. So it's not really a great name for <laughs> an island that's supposed to be a happy place, but um, that's just what I've always used ever since then. So. Um, that's what I went with again. That's awesome. Yeah. When you told me that story about your island name, I I had to look up what that meant because I know nothing about American history or anything. (laughs) So I was like, it sounds cool. And I'm like, okay, so that makes more sense. Um, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I like that for myself. I, so I named my island Doritos, which is (laughs) pretty silly. Obviously I was sitting with Meg on the couch, because uh, we kind of, she was watching me um, basically get to a point where we could start playing co-op, which I'm going to talk a little bit more of the multiplayer stuff later. But so we were com- com- coming up with names and like, I'm like, I want it to be something funny and whatnot, because that's kind of usually what I go for. And I don't know. I, I, okay, I guess it was, yeah, we were eating Doritos or something like that. <laughs> and I'm like, well, let's just call it Doritos. And now I like to tell people that I call it Doritos because the grass on the ground has these little like triangles everywhere. So mm-hmm. I joke that, 
well there's doritos all over the island so it was a fitting name <laughs> but, but um yeah i have to use the i also created the doritos logo i need to import it into my game but i'm putting the doritos <laughs> logo as my like town flag and everything of course so nice. i started with cherries as my fruit i i personally didn't really care too much about who i got um you know what fruit i got and everything like that so i was just like whatever i get i get i don't really want pears but uh i i got ended up getting cherries and i was like sure that that works for me and i got uh coach who is a bull um he's kind of like yeah the typical resident that's all about like fitness and working out and stuff like that um he uh, he calls everybody stubble i don't know <laughs> why if that's like a is that like a thing people call other people <laughs> i've well, never heard that i'm aware of yeah so every, every uh villager has their own like little catchphrase right. like that i see and, okay uh, in in past games i haven't uh, gotten this far yet but in past games sometimes they would ask you like hey you know i've been calling everybody stubble um but is there something cooler I could be calling people? And they mm. give you the option to, to change it. I haven't come across that yet. I don't know if you guys have, but no. Yeah. yeah. So if I get it, honestly, I'll, I'll, I I like him calling me stubble because it's kind of weird <laughs> and I kind of laugh at it. But I just thought, I was like, what? <laughs> but um, he's funny. Like, I, I consider him one of my favorite residents. Um, and then my second was uh, Kat, K-A-T-T who's obviously a cat. Um, she wears like a black leather jacket and like a gold chain. So she's like very stylish, very like sassy to like a lot of the other um, cats and stuff like that. So yeah, I mean, um, that was basically the, my first night was just trying to get to a point where I could start playing co-op. Um, and then I think I eventually got to that, or I don't know if I had to wait till the next day. I, there's something that you needed to at least progress to a point um, where then you could open it up to multiplayer, local multiplayer. Um, so I don't know if that was the first night or second night, but that's kind of what that looked like. And I miss like the first couple days after that because I had stuff going on in my life, but I've been pretty much playing consistently every day since then. So uh, clearly I've like made it part of my root morning routine of waking up and like doing all my, you know, picking of my fruit and getting my like bonus nook miles and stuff like that. Just uh, checking out what's in the shops, if there's items that I want to turn up prices, that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah. Uh, I wanted to talk to you guys what you thought about the progression. So obviously you start with a tent, like we've mentioned. Um, and once uh, you eventually unlock the ability to upgrade that into a house and then every upgrade from then is just basically upgrading your house uh you know extending it by putting new rooms in and stuff like that um so where i wanted to check in with you guys on where our houses are at in terms of the upgrading so adam i think you have paid off basically everything i'm on my final loan your final loan okay gotcha mm -hmm. and so what so what does your house look like how many rooms so it has on the main floor, there's four rooms and then there's an attic and a, the hmm. basement is the final upgrade. Right. Okay. That's cool. And th so after you're done, 
with your last loan payment, are you able to like upgrade any more than that? Or does it cap you at that? So you can't expand it any further, but as you as you upgrade it and hit certain certain points in your house's development, you can uh, you can get sort of cosmetic changes. Gotcha. Like okay. it starts like you can change the roof, and then you can change the door, and you can change the siding, you can change the mailbox. Yeah. Um, so you can make those sort of changes, and the the types of changes that you get depend on what level like your house is right okay. so i think it starts off with mailbox yeah and then it goes to like roof and door and then eventually the siding is the last one you get i see okay that's good to know because yeah I'm, i think i'm at just the mailbox and the roof right now um so what, what about you garrett what loan payment are you on yeah I'm, I'm one step behind adam so i've got all the same rooms except the basement i have not unlocked that gotcha. yet okay yeah, I'm I'm the furthest behind for sure because I only have two additional rooms uh, from my main room there, uh, but I did just got pay off my one loan today. Was that this morning or yesterday? <laughs> All of my days like days have no meaning anymore. Time has no meaning. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm hoping to. That's like the thing that I'm trying to focus on, but I get so sidetracked of like buying clothes and like doing some of the other things um that i really need to just stay focused on getting that loan paid off and then focusing on you know building my house the way i want it and everything like that so what how do you guys like i don't know i can't compare these to other animal crossing games but what are your guys's thoughts around like this progression system um compared to like previous games and how they've you know gone from the the beginning to kind of the end of in terms of building your village and everything yeah so in in the previous games um you would basically start with the the small little shop uh the museum would already be there your town hall kind of thing would be there as well and you would start with the smallest home so i mean you're really starting from bare bones in this game and and the flexibility that that gives you to decide where you want to put everything and all that is really cool. And um, I think they've built in a lot of things in past games that kind of paying off your, your home loan was kind of just the main drive of the game. And it feels like there's a lot more things that you can divert your funds to in this mm -hmm. game. And so I kind of, I kind of regret going as fast as I did with, with building the home. Cause I don't have enough stuff to like build all the rooms I want so far. Right. And so I've got like two or three empty rooms at this point, or just, they've got just junk in them. That's not even, you know, organized or anything. So I kind of wish that I would have actually taken the, the home loan a little bit slower and saved some of that money to, to improve my Island with, you know, bridges and, and inclines and stuff like that. And I've got, I've got a few, but um, you know, there's definitely some, some areas that could use a little bit of love right now. And I just don't really have the funds to do it because mm -hmm. I've blown almost all my money so far on upgrading the house. So I, I do wish I would have kind of known going in that that was um, a bigger aspect um, that, and how much all the, all the uh, stuff was going to cost. Cause mm -hmm. it's pretty costly to like a bridge. The cheapest, most basic bridge is almost a hundred thousand bells, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, so but yeah, like I said, I, I did appreciate the fact that it, you're able to really map out your island and, and um, not everything is just like in a set spot when you when you start your place. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. How have you, how, before we move on to talking more about the gameplay part of Animal Crossing, I wanted to ask you guys how you've had your, 
houses or your houses and your island setup. So I guess we could start with houses. Um, have you done the typical, you know, living room, bedroom, bathroom kind of thing? Or have you guys had any theme rooms or anything like that? So I have um, my my main room. When you first walk in, I call it I call it my vomit room or my throw up room uh, because I just have like anything I think is even kind of cool. Like yeah. I'll just throw it in that room. Like nothing matches. Mm. My wall looks like the inside of like an Egyptian uh, building or like ca- or, you know pyramid or whatever. Okay, yeah. Like it's hieroglyphics and everything. Mm-hmm. And then. Um, then I had like a circuit board as my floor. So it was just like <laughs> the craziest stuff. Um, and then, you know, from there, it's, then I just have like regular couches and then I've got like a chemistry set and a skeleton. And so, so it's just anything I think is even sort of cool. Yeah. I just throw in that, like, it's my threat. Like someone just came in and like vomited furniture into, <laughs> into my house. Um, <laughs> it's just so random. Um, my... Uh, when if you just walk straight through and you go to the room in like the quote unquote back, I guess that's that's my bedroom, mm-hmm. which is just a regular like this. That's the only like, uh, well, I guess there's some other regular, but it's it's just base, like it's just a bedroom like it, there's a desk there. There's a closet. There's a bed like it's it's very normal. Yeah. Um, the other room I have is the beginnings of a kitchen. So I got a range, I got a a chest freezer, I have, uh, you know, a table with like a a spice rack on it, Uh, I have a rice cooker in there, I've got a sink in there. Um, There's there's one very particular piece I want to put in there, it's the uh, ironwood uh, table, I think it's called, but Mm -hmm. it has, um, so it's a really nice looking table, it has a sink in it, so it actually Mm kind of looks like something that belongs in a kitchen. And I don't have the recipe for it. Well, yeah. I have the recipe for it, but I don't have the recipes to make the items that you need to make this this one. I see. Okay. And it's driving me crazy. But other than that, it's it's pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Um, I've kind of taken out the wallpapers and floors a couple different times. Some decent combos I found. Uh, the other room that's on the main floor is the one I'm most proud of. It's my spa room. Uh, so I have a cypress tub sitting right in the middle of it. Nice. Um, <laughs> I've got a nice little... Uh, dark wood sink with a green kind of uh, bowl for it for the water um, I have a little uh, like Japanese tea set in there uh, there's like a, a log bed to, to lie down on and I have uh, my my flooring is like a like a stone like slate flooring and the uh, the walls are like a kind of like a bamboo mm-hmm. um, so it's like kind of kind of green, uh, like that green kind of leafiness you get from from growing bamboo, and then I have a uh, a radio in there playing a track that sounds very, um, I guess authentic, like Japanese, like right. it, it's very fitting for the room. And then I have some kimonos uh, displayed up on the wall, so it's <laughs> nice. like you could come in and like theoretically change into one of these like kimonos or something to kind of you know lounge in. Um, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I love that room. I, I think it's great. Um, still there's some things I want to add to it, maybe like some plants or something, but, um, uh, it's turning out really well so far. My attic is very much work in progress. I, I need so many more things for this. Um, but I want to turn it into like a theater slash like game room. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so right now, all I really have, I have a foosball table. I have a popcorn machine. Uh, my brother Steven sent me a projector for it. Um, and I have like a, a leather couch in there. So it's nice. uh, it's pretty pretty bare at the moment. So there's a lot of work I need to do into mm-hmm. it. And I just got the basement, so I haven't done anything with it. Although I did get a really sick lava floor. Um, so I have that down there right now. <laughs> nice. And uh, and then I think that's pretty much until I figure out what to do with it or yeah. get more more furnishings for it. I think it's going to be like my turnip storage room. So whenever I fill up right. on tur- tur- turnips for the week, I can store them down there until I'm ready to sell. So. Nice. Cool. Well, that sounds like you kind of have an idea of how you want everything set up. Yeah, yeah, and I I dig the outside of it of it too because they give you a lot of good options. I used um, it was like a a blue, uh, I forget what they call it. Um, uh, the it's it's kind of like a curved tile, I guess, for the roof, but oh, it's okay. blue. Hmm. Um, and then the 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 siding is a like a beige stucco. Okay. And then I have a I think a blue door on the front too. But it just looks it looks really I really like the look of it. Nice. Um, and there's plenty of really great combinations you can do. But this one's just been my favorite. So I've I've had no no want to change it after I mm-hmm. put that combination together. I think it looks uh, pretty nice. Have you like fenced off like a yard or anything like that outside? No, but it's it's something I want to work on. Yeah. Um, once I get some more. Uh, like kind of variations of flowers that would mm-hmm. make like a little little flower garden. garden. I did move it from its original location. Okay. I I put it up on one of the cliffs. Yeah. And uh, I have an incline, uh, or I guess a series of inclines that as you go down, it goes kind of right into like an orchard where I have uh, all my fruit trees. Not all of them, but like a a, a large amount of the different fruit trees, mm-hmm. which um, it's kind of funny because I got. All the fruits my my first day, mm-hmm. except for pears. And what's funny about this is pears were the fruit that I had on those first two <laughs> islands that yeah. I deleted. And I did not get any pears until 10 days later. Oh, really? So, yep. Wow. So I was so eager to get rid of pears, and then I could not Couldn't get even, pears. I didn't even... <laughs> for the life of me. You, you probably even mentioned it, but I could... I don't know how I got pears if, like there because like none, none none of you guys had them and i just had pear trees somehow i have no <laughs> idea where they came from i didn't plant them they were like trees that were i don't know so i had pears from the beginning as well as cherries i should have mentioned that i don't know if that was a weird maybe i'm forgetting something but i could have hooked you up with some pears early on but oh, yeah, well, <laughs> share the wealth because i still don't have pears so. okay well i, I need w- i need a couple <laughs> I will uh, make make note of that and cool. let you know. Cool. Well, that's that's awesome that you've already. Have you relocated anything else, like resident yeah, houses or? I've moved a couple resident houses. I moved. Uh, I moved the the shop Nook's Cranny. Mm-hmm. So when I got that, I thought I was going to be kind of kind of cute with the placement, and I built a bridge to a second section of the island. Uh, that you couldn't normally get to. And then I put the shop over there and I, I hated how I had to run across that bridge. Like I'd run from the, uh, community services 10 or whatever it is to the shop. I'd, I'd be running back and forth between the two so often. And it was such a, such an, 
such an annoying trip to make between them. So I decided to move the shop closer to um, to the community services building. And then I also moved the museum from my original spot because it was like right in front of like as soon as you come onto the island, like if someone were visiting and you come out and it was just like, boom, there's the museum. And then my house mm-hmm. was kind of right next to the museum. So it felt really crowded when you mm-hmm. first came in. So after, uh, I decided to kind of move that and kind of offset it to uh, the other side of the community services area um, across from where the new uh the new shop was. Mm-hmm. So I've moved around a lot so far. I'm going to have to move things around more because I just, I don't like the way things are uh, spaced out right now. Mm-hmm. So and it is, there's a fee for relocating stuff. There is. Yeah. How, how much is um, it? I think it's 50,000 per building. My house was 30,000. Okay. And all the buildings were 50,000. So yeah, that, okay. that kind of goes along with, with what Garrett was saying about uh, using money for other things and just, just kind of uh, like mainlining your, yeah. your home loan um, because I, I, I really wanted to use money to move things around sooner, but I'm like, no, nah, I really want to make my house bigger. Mm-hmm. But in the end, like it wasn't like it, it wasn't really worth it. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so now I want to move things around again as I'm kind of going through like the terraforming process. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Cool. Well, it sounds like it's kind of coming along and you're in that final stage i guess of really shaping the island the way you mm-hmm. you want it yeah so how about you garrett what does your island slash house look like yeah so like i mentioned my house is kind of a mess right now i've got a couple rooms my i've got a, um so the main room when you walk in is uh, i guess it's called a kitchen it's really <laughs> all i have in there is like a pizza oven and a like a big brick brick oven and yeah uh, I've got the stereo in there just so there's some music playing when you come in and then like a table and a chair and it's kind of uh kind of like the vomit room I think. Yeah. yeah there's just a couple <laughs> random things in there. Um off to the left-hand side though is my little bathroom cuz for whatever reason when the first couple days I got like a toilet and a urinal mm-hmm. and like a sink and a towel rack and I'm like Okay, the Animal Crossing gods want me to build a bathroom. Yeah, so. I think they like cuz that happened to me too and I feel like they set it up in a way that's like okay, you got your bedroom is your first room, bathroom mm-hmm. second, you know, maybe kitchen third or something like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I went ahead and, and uh, designed that a little bit. I'm not sure that I'll keep that up, though, as, as um, you know, I get more items and mm-hmm. stuff. I'm sure there's going to be some cooler things that I would rather have than a bathroom. So, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I've got a bedroom in that back, uh, far back room that's pretty basic. Um, just a bed, a couple end tables. Um I think I got some workout equipment in there. So I might actually, at some point, um, speaking of Steven, he sent me a kettlebell the other day. <laughs> so I'm thinking about maybe doing like a little workout room at some point and just having, uh, I've got like a speed bag and like a Bowflex type looking thing. Yeah. And so nice. maybe, maybe create a little, little workout area, nice. little, uh, sparring, sparring yeah. area or something. I know there was like a boxing ring in one of the older games. So if there's something like that, that'd be really cool. To I have. did see, uh, one of the one of the streamers I was watching, he he had a ring. Yeah, so oh, that, cool. that exists in the Yeah, yep. I cool. saw someone on Twitter, uh, and they only had half a ring or something because there was mm-hmm. two pieces that you need or something like that. There's so four, they're like, there's four, four? all together. Okay, so yeah. they had wow. two, I guess, and it was like, now what? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, so I, I might do that at some point as well, um, and then. 
yeah, I don't really have anything. I don't think in my room that's off to the right or in the attic. I'm pretty sure I haven't dumped anything in either of those, but I have, um, have a little bit of musical equipment. Like I've got like a, uh, like an effects rack that's got like all sorts of different, um, you know, like processors and stuff like that. I've got a couple different record players, a guitar, uh, an amplifier. So I might do like a little music jam out room or something like that. Just depending on yeah. how many other things I can find to put mm-hmm. in there. Um, but other than that, yeah, I don't really have a solid plan of, of exactly what I want to do yet mm-hmm. as far as the house goes. But um, as far as my island goes, um, I from the get go kind of decided that I wanted to keep like the shop and the museum and all that stuff like right there next to um, the resident services yeah. area, um, which is good. And it's also bad because that, that area is starting to feel really, really crowded for me. Um, like my house is just north of all that. So it's nice being really close, but I can't really do much else with the area around my house because there's just so much, so much else, you know, right there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think whenever I, uh, get the terraforming tools. I'm going to kind of keep those those uh, buildings in the same spot and then move my house up north a little bit more and m- probably move most of the houses up a little bit further north and kind of have like a residential area and, and then, uh, you know, more of like a business area mm-hmm. um, so that, you know, I still will have to make that run down there like like Adam was talking about. But once I get there, everything I need will, will be down there in that yeah. one area. So that's really my plan at this point. I, don't, I haven't kind of want to even maybe sit down and kind of map it out on paper before yeah. I waste a bunch of bells. Doing yeah, yeah. It, so yeah, we'll there see is a, a website too. I don't mm-hmm. know it off the top of my head, but if you can do a search on Google, there's actually a tool um, that lets you kind of play around with the map. So mm. you can kind of uh, kind of design what you want ahead of time mm-hmm. and then, oh. and then kind of go for it. Cool. Well then I'll definitely be doing that. That sounds awesome. My house and I, again, never came in with a plan either. I, my house, I only got two rooms. So my first room, like you guys, it's the vomit room of just random stuff. I've kind of set it up of like, kind of got like a dining room table in the one corner. I kind of got like a, I got a record player and like a couch and stuff in one corner. And then things, just random stuff like an espresso machine, pinball machine, popcorn machine, um, (laughs) lots of machines at amp, like just stuff that I'm kind of like, Oh, this is a cool item that I want out on display. But like, um, they will go to probably other rooms at some point when I kind of, I'm probably going to do the same thing of like having like a, a music room of like, uh, setting that up of like with like recording equipment and whatnot and the guitars and the amplifiers and the drum kit and everything. And then maybe a gym or something like that in the basement. I don't know. Um, so I've kind of like gathered items uh, as I see them, you know, if they pop up in the shop of like that, I guess I have been planning a little bit that way of what I want my future rooms to be, but I haven't really, I'm, I'm waiting to get like everything set up. That, that's kind of going to be my last thing that I really take care of, I guess. Uh, my bedroom is a typical bedroom, very random stuff in there too. Like I have this antique sewing machine and there's like a wheelchair to like sit down, <laughs> like at it. So it's like just really weird. Um, I have like games are fun poster in the bedroom, which is kind of cool. And my bathroom just has like a tub, a sink, uh, a toilet. I think I put like a fish in there. So it was like a fish tank. Um, and 
that's about it. Yeah. Like I don't, I almost don't want a bathroom cause it's like you have this much space and it's like you, a bathroom's only like, I like your idea, Adam, of making it kind of like a spa room almost mm. so you can add mm. other things. Cause it's like, besides those three things, it kind of looks, you know, like what else do you put in a bathroom? So I, mm-hmm. I like your idea and I'm actually going to consider doing like a similar thing of like having like a tub in the middle or whatever and, and stuff like that. So that's that's my plan. I kind of fenced off my yard. Um, I have like a big bonfire. I have some flowers. I have a lawnmower, wheelbarrow, um, hammock, you know, lawn chair, that kind of stuff. But I am planning on basically relocating to the highest like cliff in like the far left corner um, that kind of like looks out to that ocean and stuff. That's kind of where I want. And then Meg has her house kind of close like if on the first section near residence service i'm kind of like on the left she kind of gets like the right side basically so i kind of you know when we're it comes to picking fruit and stuff like that we kind of split up into areas of of stuff because that's you know we have to come up with some sort of system or she'll get mad at me for not leaving her any fruit or anything like that so (laughs) um but yeah she's like planning on relocating to a waterfall um I put all my residents kind of, once I got that bridge over to the left side, I just kind of put them spaced out, not really organized anyway. I thought I was really making a bad mistake when I went to uh, your brother Steven's island and he had had things so like, like on a grid and organized. And I was yeah. like, oh man, he's, he's kind of doing the smart of using space, um, you know, to, to its fullest where I'm just kind of putting things randomly and I'm finding crowding in certain areas. So I, I'm probably going to have to spend a lot of money relocating things, but I, you know, that's like more of a a thing when I have the money, I'm not really too concerned about that right now. So, but yeah, it's a, it's a work, work of progress. And uh, I hope, I hope that like, it's crazy seeing, people that have clearly done the the time cheat and like loaded their, like I saw one that was pallet town from Pokemon. Um, mm. Oh, nice. It looked really, really good. Like the paths and everything uh, I saw a uh, link to the past. Uh, someone mm. had done that. That was one. incredible. That was that really, was so really good. incredible. Um, so it's kind of cool. I saw one that was very like Japanese themed, um, like very, tight corridors and um yeah the setup i'm just blown away by some of the things that people have been able to do so i'm waiting i'm like let's get done basically all the things and then i'm gonna focus on like making my dream island kind of thing so Mm -hmm. hopefully i get to that point um it's quite a ways away at this at this point so all right, well, let's let's move on to a couple other things here. So I wanted to talk about gameplay and what that loop looks like and what our thoughts are around that. So, you know, we each kind of have our different gameplay styles, I guess, um, in terms of what we spend our, our day-to-day in that game. So what I wanted to kind of hear from you guys, what, what are your thoughts around, you know, the resource gathering, you know, grinding for bugs fish that kind of stuff you know are, are you spending time talking to other re- residents befriending them are uh, you using the nook miles frequently like what is your guys's day-to-day look like 
For me, uh, the way I kind of break it up is just by like sections that are kind of naturally broken off by the by the river. So I'll typically run around first with the with my net out and shake all the trees in one area. And as I see rocks and uh, dig spots, I'll I'll tackle those as well. And then I just move on to the next area and and shake the trees and, mm-hmm. and do the dig spots. Um, for the first few days, I was running around with the stone axe and chopping wood out of every single tree every day. Uh, but that kind of got a little tedious mm-hmm. for me and kind of boring, to be honest. And I've got like five or six stacks of every type of wood uh, sitting in my in my house inside the storage. So at this point, I'm not crafting enough stuff that I need to do that every day. So I've kind of dropped that from my routine. And, you know, when I need to do it again, I'll do it. But um, at this point, yeah, the, my basic routine is just make sure I shake all the trees hit all the rocks, get all the dig spots. And then from there kind of just figure out what my goal for the day is. Like, am I going to try to just make money to, um, you know, pay off the loan or, or put in a new feature or, um, some days I try to, you know, lately it's been, I've been trying to get my Island rating up so that I can, you know, kind of get to the end Mm -hmm. end game section and get those terraforming tools. So today I did a lot of, uh, flower planting and putting, um, some new uh, items around the town. Like I, I have a little secret beach. I think, I think we talked about it. I think everyone does have their own little secret beach mm-hmm. up there yeah. on the North side. Um, mm-hmm. But today I was like, you know what? I'm going to kind of deck that place out. So I put some items up there, a little bonfire, a little nice little beach chair, nice. just cool little solitary place to go hang out. And so, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's basically what I've been working on lately is just um, kind of getting my Island up to snuff so that I can get that, town rating up um but yeah as far like i said as far as the day-to-day stuff it's kind of the kind of the normal stuff that i think everyone's doing nice yeah and and for me um i I pretty much followed you know exactly what what garrett was saying going around shaking the trees um i've i've also kind of stopped using the stone axe to harvest wood because i have so many stacks of it that i just i don't really need it anymore so i'm i'm not really uh really gathering wood at this point and and i'm actually not even really hitting the rocks either once i find the one with the money in it um i'm pretty much done with rocks unless i specifically really need iron or stone Mm -hmm. or something but again or clay but again i have stacks of those already that i don't i'm not hurting for any of those materials so as soon as i find the money one like i'm good um I do try and get around and talk to each villager at least once a day, try and keep them happy. Um, I actually had uh, snake, one of the, the ones that one of my starting residents, uh, silly little ninja bunny rabbit guy. I, I love him. I, he's like probably the one I want to keep the most uh, him, him and Audie both who mm-hmm. I talked about on uh, our last weekly podcast. Like those two are like must keeps. And he actually came to me the other day and he was like, I've been thinking about leaving. I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> yeah. Where'd you even like come up with this? Like, it's so sudden. Don't leave. <laughs> so he was like, he was like, what do you think? Should I leave? And I'm like, no, <laughs> that's stupid. Um, so I, I think that stemmed from a few days ago. I had a camper come into, into my village and he was like, I want to move here. And then I'm like, okay. And then he was like, oh, I, I found out that, you know, you're at maximum capacity. So someone has to leave. And I heard that snake snake wants to leave. And I'm like, no, no, he doesn't. <laughs> um, so that the camper ended up not moving in, which I didn't, I don't know. I, I didn't, I didn't need him 
and I need I need to keep snakes. So <laughs> yeah, um, I am actively trying to get rid of Olaf though. Um, he's a little I, I don't know what is he an ant eater? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I think so. Too. Yeah, I I don't care for him, so I don't talk to him, and I'm I'm hoping he just one day I I turn it on and he's just gone <laughs> and he's gone. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but it's funny because he was my first camper. And I think because that's sort of like part of the, the story is mm-hmm. you don't have a choice. Like he was moving. I didn't have an option of whether or not I wanted him to move in. Like he was just moving in and that was that. Oh, really? Yeah. And like just right from the get go, like I didn't like him and I was forced to bring him in. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm just never talking to him and I I hope he leaves. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, like. Uh, fishing and bug hunting though, like I could do that stuff all mm-hmm. day. Like I, I love it. Like the, the fishing especially. And mm-hmm. I think part of it too is my son, he loves to watch me fish and he'll see the little silhouettes in the water and he'll be like, get that fish. <laughs> and um, <laughs> he'll be like, get, get the big longest fish. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and he'll be like, get, get a squid. <laughs> and uh he saw me get a crawfish out of the pond he's like go nice. catch a crab <laughs> so he's just like he's pointing out all yeah. the things telling me to go get stuff and i'm That's like well awesome. i don't know if it's a squid yeah but, like, i'm gonna try and catch it um so he he has a lot of fun watching which is like i think the first game he's really taken an interest in in nice. watching or or trying to play but i mean those are things i like doing anyway um and you know turning that stuff in for the museum. Like I'm trying to make sure I have everything in there that I can get each month. Um, especially since things rotate out month to month, um, or every couple months. And, you know, in doing that, like, you know, you're going to do like the nook, the nook miles quest that you have throughout the day. Um, you know, oftentimes it's, you know, catch a certain fish, catch a certain bug, catch five bugs, catch Mm -hmm. five fish. So it's like, like I'm down for doing those anyway, mm-hmm. so like I'll totally get those. And like I have almost fifty thousand Nook miles racked up right now. Nice. And mm-hmm. um, that's even with me like ordering stuff from the the Nook kiosk and uh, getting the Nook miles tickets to go visit other islands. Mm-hmm. Um, and those islands are great. Like they're just they're great ways to get things in a small confined space. Um, mostly with fishing like anything that's river based is is perfect for going to those islands um it made it really easy to catch some of the more rare uh fish because the the rivers on your main island they're so long they they Mm -hmm. extend over such a large space that um trying to find exactly what you're looking for unless you have loads and loads of bait um it can be a pain whereas on these smaller islands you can you don't have to catch every fish. Like if you run along the, the river banks, you can kind of scare them away and you can free up those placeholder spots for the, the size of the fish that you're trying to catch. Mm-hmm. And so going to those islands are really great for fishing. Um, also, if you go to these islands after seven o'clock, you can turn them into a tarantula island, which is a good way to make money. Um, so, yeah, I, I just I really love doing all the things. Uh, the only thing I wish is that there was like when you go into the shop and there's sort of daily things that you can buy for like furniture items and stuff that you can buy. I wish that there were also daily crafting recipes that you can buy mm-hmm. because I 
I don't I haven't really gotten a lot of crafting recipes lately and I'm like dying for things like benches and and tables um you know stuff like that there's just not nearly uh enough of those I guess that I wish there was another way to to get those but but yeah I mean that's you know in general like I like doing all the things <laughs> all the things yep. yeah yeah I'm for myself like I the fishing is probably the funnest part in my opinion it's very straightforward um it's way easier than like fishing in stardew it's like you, you kind of figure out like I, I I think you mentioned this Adam in our group chat of just like I just listen to the sound cues and mm -hmm. I almost have never mm -hmm. lost a fish that yeah. way uh, it's way easier than trying to see it happen and then like react by pressing mm -hmm. A or whatever. So they can really fake you out too. Yeah. Like you'll see them kind of kind of do like a wind up and like lunge at it, but then not right. take it. And yeah. that like that's a really easy way to get me to to pull the trigger yeah. early. So mm -hmm. <laughs> the ones where they bite on like that first first oh, one yeah. is just the ones that I always like, I'm caught off guard or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I. Um, I've been trying to, I, I missed that freaking string fish last month. Mm. So Ooh. I unfortunately have to wait for that. Um, I, I probably could have grinded out, but I just didn't like feel like it on that last night. I was just like, whatever. I, I had a little bit of motivation when I saw that Garrett finally caught one, but I, yeah, I've been want. I prioritize like again, and you can't control this because they just show up or you catch what you catch, but, um, not so much like, like obviously getting them to sell for bells and everything like that, but really trying to like get the biggest variety I can to try and get them into the museum as quickly as I can. Uh, so mm -hmm. then I can spend the rest of the month, you know, once I've caught everything that's kind of available right now, um, I can kind of focus on doing other things. So that, that's been interesting. I, I kind of have the same routine that of like waking up, picking my share of fruit, leaving Megan's share. Um, I don't really worry about the rocks either on my island. Um, I kind of leave those to Meg because she kind of likes hanging out on the island. I like finding my resources through the Nook Mile Islands and stuff. However, I have found like some of them, like I just had bad luck with the islands I've got yeah. of you know, going to an island, getting like the spruce tree island where it's just like, well, there's no fruit even for me to, to get. So like that sucks. I'm going to have to focus on, you know, fishing and bugs and stuff like that. Uh, so yeah, I like the, just the, I don't know what other games have had in terms of the variety with the insects and the fish, but I'm pretty impressed by like just looking at the catalog of how many different kinds of fish you can catch um and it's so exciting when you catch something that you haven't or you see a, like a new yeah. insect that you hadn't seen before right mm -hmm. like when the the water bug showed up for the first time with me i'm like what the heck is that in the water that's not a fish <laughs> and then catching it and be like oh this is really cool so yeah now that's april um we've had that you know jump into new types of animals on the island and I'm just so excited for like every month now that adds something new or whatever. Once we get into that new season of summer where we're going to be able to catch like sharks and everything like that. Mm -hmm. Like this game is just going to, I think, be a part of my routine really for the rest of the year. I could really see see that happening. So 
in terms of like the gameplay itself, um, there are some things that I found annoying. Uh, I don't really care for the like shoveling. Um, I find that I'm, I, you know, I, I shouldn't say that. I, 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 I'm fine with it now, but in that first week, the fishing and the shoveling, like basically, you know, changing the direction of wherever you need to be to cast your, your rod or for the shovel to hit, you know, the rock in a certain spot or whatever. It was like, it kind of took a little bit of getting used to now. It's kind of like, I almost get it lined up to the fish every single time, but I was, it was funny seeing Meg play, uh, in that first couple of days, that was something that she was just like, she's like, Oh, stupid fish. Like, I'm like, well, it's actually you, <laughs> you're not lining up properly. Yeah. Um, and I've heard other kind of comments around that stuff as well. But once you, you know, get used to it, it hasn't really been an issue, but I did want to point that out. I still struggle with the shoveling. Like there's times where I want to shovel a certain spot mm-hmm. and it seems like either he'll take like, a full step lunge and then shovel the spot that I don't want, or he'll shovel directly under my feet in the spot that I don't want. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's, it's a fight to just try and try and shovel the one, the one part I want to do. And, um, it's funny because that translates into the terraforming tools, uh, because anything, uh, that you're, you're sculpting rivers or cliff sides, you're basically doing it with the, the same mechanics as a shovel. Gotcha. And, uh, yeah, it can be really irritating. I will say doing those has kind of got me a little bit more used to um, the spacing out for shoveling. Mm-hmm. But but it's even like even now, like it's still kind of a, a pain. Yeah. Have you had uh, any drama between your guys's residents at all? Like one resident having an issue with another? No. I haven't yet. Yeah, no, so you? Uh, I've run into like a couple things where it's more of just like the dialogue. Um, mm. But one, it started with, and some actually, I think this example I'm giving uh, was what Meg experienced. And so I got two residents Bella, who's like this little mouse, and Coach, who I talked about earlier, who's a bull. And Bella was like, complaining to Meg's character when she went to talk to her that coach had like spoiled this book for her or whatever mm. um the ending to this book and she was all pissed <laughs> off and then like the next time she talked to her like she was still complaining about coach and then I think the time after that she was yeah threatening not threatening but like considering leaving the island and everything like that um and so that was kind of interesting seeing how they did that and then um yeah there was a couple other characters that were like uh i have this uh, penguin named igly that is kind of a newer resident i don't know how i feel about him yet but he some of the other residents have been complaining about him not just one there's been a couple (laughs) different people complaining about him so i yeah i'm always curious to like how the dialogue because it seems so like unique to everybody's playthrough um some of the things that i've heard meg come across i'm like i that's really cool um i've never had a character say something like that to me and even hearing Mm -hmm. you guys some of the dialogue i'm like wow i've never experienced something like that Mm -hmm. um so that i kind of that's one of the most impressive parts to this game in my opinion is just how they go about their own business um 
and they remember little things that happened on the island and stuff like that. And it's interesting sharing an island with Meg because they will talk about things she's doing throughout her day and stuff. So, um, yeah, like I started up my game after Meg had played and Coach Cole came and told me that she had hit all the rocks. I'm like, well, thanks, Meg. Like, co- <laughs> basically, Coach is ratting you out that you... Threw her under the bus. Yeah, that uh, you've been just purging all our resources. Um, so, anyways, yeah, we can we can move on, but... Um, well, I, real quick, sure. I, guess, I guess the only drama, air quotes, that I would have is yesterday, I had this new guy come to my camp, my campground named Tad, and he's this little... Uh, little frog and mm-hmm. he's, he's uh, into sports and all this. I'm like, Oh, this guy seems really cool. I want him to move to my Island. So I kept talking and talking and talking to him and he just, I never got the option. And so I just like, you know what? I'm just going to sit here and keep talking to him until he decides he wants to move here. And so it finally gives me the option to ask him and he says no. And I'm like, oh, heck man. <laughs> he says that his took him forever to set up his weight room and he doesn't want to have to move all that again. And so I'm like, okay, well I'm just going to keep trying and see if see what happens. So, he told me no like three or four times, and then finally he goes, okay, well, we'll play a game, and if you win, I'll move to your island. So he says, um, you know, pick pick which uh, color card I'm going to take off the top of this deck, red or black. And so we did that three or four times, and I got it wrong every time. <laughs> and then he starts changing it to, well, guess which suit I'm going to pick off. And I'm like, that's even harder. That's four options. So, And I got that wrong four or five times. And then finally he goes, you know what? You're, you've been so persistent with your invites. I, I think I like you. So yeah, whatever. I'll move in. And I'm like, okay, oh I lost to you in this card game like 10 times and you're, you just like my persistence, I guess. So yeah, that what you're saying is, is definitely true. Everyone kind of has their own personality yeah. and it seems like that, that some of them just don't get along. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't really experienced that myself, but I have heard others have similar experiences where they just don't like each other or they they're stubborn to yeah. want to come to your island or stuff like that so it's it's pretty entertaining have any of you guys had residents leave yeah no, not, just, yet. not yet just snake saying that he was, he was thinking go- about yeah. leaving that's the that's the closest it's got to it um, yeah. hopefully olaf leaves though yeah <laughs> fingers crossed <laughs> you can try this and i don't know if i don't know if it's if it works but you can make them mad if you hit them with your net and I don't know if that actually will make them want to leave or not. But so you can, I, I you heard can that it works, but I heard ignoring them works better. Mm. Okay. So I've just not know. been talking to him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he might take your, your uh, pestering as affection or something. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So let's move into, I got visual slash sound here. So there's not too much to talk about here. Where I wanted to start was the sound. Um because that's probably the like a highlight of this game. I think we've all would mm-hmm. agree with that. Um, so the start of the game, until you unlock, I think it's the Resident Services building, um, you have just the one song that's constantly mm-hmm. on, on loop. Mm-hmm. I would <laughs> literally have that song. It was, it was catchy, like very relaxing, mm-hmm. very like oh, laid yeah. back. I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would literally have it stuck in my head constantly when I wasn't playing the game. Um, I, I still enjoyed it. Meg eventually like started losing her cool. I'm like, okay, I need to like put this on <laughs> mute or I need to put on music because <laughs> it's driving me crazy. But yeah, once you unlock the resident services building, you get that music change every single hour. So mm-hmm. you, you wanted to talk a little bit about that, Adam. Yeah. So 
um, in a, a previous show, Garrett and I talked about, or I think maybe I mentioned it and he, he listened to the show and kind of agreed that in New Leaf, like that was one of my favorite things about the game was mm-hmm. the hourly mm-hmm. music. So it was a little jarring to me when you start out in this game and it's just that single track, which again, I, I absolutely love that track. Like yeah. Ellie, mm-hmm. she's playing on her own switch and she hasn't unlocked the resident services building. And so when she's playing, I kind of hear that song and I'm like, man, that's a good song. Yeah. And uh, sadly, it doesn't make its way into the hourly rotation, yeah. at least not that mm-hmm. I'm aware of, um, unless it's like overnight or <laughs> yeah, something 3 like that. Yeah, 3 a.m. or something. <laughs> yeah, right. So, but uh, all the tracks are really good. Like my, I think my personal favorites are probably maybe like 5, 6, and 7 yeah. uh, p.m. in the evening, like all in a row. Um, absolutely fantastic. 10, 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. are both really great tracks. Um, so there's some real bangers in there. Yeah. That I'm I'm so glad, like, because at first that I didn't pick up on it till a couple of days in. And I'm like, wait a minute, like it's been the same song like over and over, and um, I was I was a little bummed. And then Garrett had mentioned that uh, he saw or heard something from IGN that there's a bunch of tracks to unlock, and so I'm like, okay, that's cool. And then I found out that's just the stuff you can like buy and then put on your stereo, mm-hmm. and I'm like. I hope that's not it, like, because that's only in like certain areas within whenever you're within earshot of these mm-hmm. stereos. Um, and then a little bit later, I think it was maybe right before he unlocked because he was a day ahead of me. Um, it was right before he unlocked Resident Services Building. I think he told me that there is hourly music mm-hmm. once you get that. And I'm like, thank God. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, Cause that was just, like I said, it was one of my favorite parts about yeah. new leaf. Like I would just listen to that soundtrack, uh, sometimes cause there's some really good, good stuff on there. So yeah, I'm glad that they, they did eventually have the hourly music. Um, and it's, it's all really good. One thing I'll mention uh, as far as that goes. Um, so I know a lot of people like to like, just leave their switch sitting there and listen to the music uh, mm-hmm. when they're not playing, but I'm one of them. If you, if you, yeah, I know. I know if you don't want to do that and you don't want to run up your, your clock just by sitting there doing that, there's a website called, so that's why you have 130 hours. Rare cases. Yeah. That I'm just right. you. No, there's this website. I don't know how you pronounce this, but it's T a N E dot U S slash A C. And for every single Animal Crossing game, you can click on, uh, you know, that game's title at the bottom left, and it'll play whatever music is for the hour that it currently oh, your okay. computer's time is set yeah. to. So if you go to it right now, I'm, I'm in Central Time, you'll hear the 10 p.m. music from whatever Animal Crossing game you want to go yeah, to. That's so awesome. obvious. And they've got New Horizons on here. So cool. Um, yeah, just a little tidbit for anyone that wants to just jam out to nice. the music in their spare time. That's awesome. You speak about the the songs that you can buy. Have you guys been collecting those at all? Or mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I've been buying every every new one that I see. Yeah, yep, yeah, me too. I have a pretty much some sort of. I got a record player in my main room. I think I have like a, a stereo or something like that in my bedroom, and then I got like a. I like how the I have a cassette player or something and how it changes like kind of like the radio right and how it's mm-hmm. more staticky and more kind of like tin sounding uh i thought that was like a cool little thing that they added in terms of the the songs and stuff um yeah there's some really really catchy kk slider 
songs um, that I've come across. I've also come across some that I'm like, oh, this sounds horrible. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. why would anyone want to listen to this? Like, yeah, they're not all winners. That's yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But <laughs> do you guys have a favorite one? Um, I think for me, it's probably I think it's called KK House. Okay. Okay. It's a really good one. The one I like is called Forest Life. Um, I don't even really know how to describe it, but it's just, uh, it's very pleasing to the ears. And that's what I have in my main room whenever you walk in. So After you complete, like when you roll credits, um, mm-hmm. you he gives you a song then. Uh, it's called Welcome Horizons, which I okay. think is, it's either the title theme. I think mm-hmm. it's the title theme. It's either that or it's... Um, the the music that plays before you get the the hourly music i can't remember gotcha okay which which one but it's one of those but yeah it's it's good i like that one a lot too i know you you can i mean i'm assuming this is the same as past games you could request a song from him and he would play that song and then you would get that record okay Um, and i know in past games there were certain songs that you had to request he would never play them randomly and that was the only way to get them so i don't know if that's in this game or not Uh, obviously you know we're not experts and i don't think anyone that's not been time skipping can can tell you that but yeah um something to look out for yeah, I'm just looking at uh, Animal Crossing wiki page here. So there's 95 songs total, including mm. that Welcome Horizons song um, that you can get. There's only, so song's name in bold is new. So one, I think there's only one new. Well, that doesn't make sense. Apparently, because it says like, if a song's name is in bold, it's new to this game. Um, and there's only one that's bold. So I guess Mm. all these have been Mm. in previous games, but yeah, there, um, there are some songs that can only be obtained through requests through KK slider. So, um, interesting. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the, I guess that's it really for sound in terms of visuals. I mean, I did want to make one more, uh, note. So, uh, I mentioned a couple of the the hourly tracks that I really liked. 5 p.m. being maybe my my favorite of the group, and the reason for this is because this this song sounds like it would fit right into a Persona game. Like oh yeah, right in yeah. easy peasy. Um, so it was one of my favorites, and and it's funny I um l- like I said Kelly she hasn't unlocked the hourly music yet, but I had it docked. I had my Switch docked, and we were hanging out uh, in the living room. And the five o'clock music was playing and on her own, like I had never brought this up to her before. She was like, this sounds like a persona song. And I was so proud of her. <laughs> she she yeah. said that like completely like un like unprompted um, because she she doesn't like watch me play a lot of games. Mm-hmm. But she absolutely loved when I played Persona 5. Oh, really? And she keeps telling me, like, you need to play that again. Yeah. I'm like. It's coming. Yeah. It's coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the fact that like I had that thought and then she she said the same thing, I'm like, that's that's fantastic. Yeah. I love that. Clearly soulmates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so for visuals, I mean it, that's like a topic that really I don't think applies too much to like a lot of Nintendo's first party games because all of them are very colorful, vibrant, mm-hmm. you know, this is the same with Animal Crossing. I mean I was watching some gameplay of the GameCube version 
and it still has that same aesthetic that the very first game has you know not much has changed from that um everything looks really really solid i think um in terms of the environments and the characters and everything um yeah like it, it's just i like when uh one cool thing is just when you know it's sunrise sunset um mm-hmm. when the sky changes and stuff like that when you kind of have that purplish you know orangey sky in the evening mm-hmm. um is really cool or you know when it clouds over and starts raining and that changes the lighting seeing the the clouds reflections on on the ground and everything are all just little details that i think really boost this game from a, a visual standpoint um yeah i don't know there's not really i guess i need to do you guys want to talk about the visuals any more than that no I yeah mean, it just they they brought it into the hd era finally. yeah like, exactly yeah, yeah really they definitely it. it's it's got nintendo visual magic all over it yeah um as, as charming as ever so for sure all right well let's move into talking about multiplayer and then we'll kind of get into our conclusion here so if you guys don't mind i think i'm gonna start with multiplayer because i i've had mm-hmm. a lot of exposure to it so first i'll talk a little bit about local and then we can kind of talk about online um and the fun functionality behind that so we this is not um this is known basically to anyone who well this was announced before the game that uh, there's going to be one island per switch so if you have another profile on your switch they don't get their own island that they can create we you have to share an island so with me having my switch and megan also kind of using it um when we're sharing it you know obviously her profile's on my switch so we knew from the get-go that we'd have an island to share so i kind of had this idea of like oh all right we're, we'll have an island which is great i'll have my house you'll have your house and uh, Every now and then when we want to play together, we can jump jump onto couch co-op and be able to basically do everything that we would normally do, but just together, right? And that turns out that's not quite the case because basically the game sets up in a way that you have like a designated resident and for, that was me because I was the first one to start Animal Crossing. If she started on her profile, she would have been that designated resident. And what that means basically is that the progression is different for Meg than it was for me. Um, Some of the things like where Tom Nook gives you certain things to help your progression, right? Um, DIY recipes for tools and stuff like that. Megan basically had to go buy those things herself. Um, There were some things that I actually had to obtain that to give to her. Um, You know, when you're residents move in you kind of get a whole bunch of recipes to build furniture right because that's one of the things for those first three residents that you have to build Mm -hmm. the outside furniture and some inside and then the house is basically ready to be built and so i got a bunch of those and she didn't right she didn't get any sort of um scene that triggered that um so that was kind of irritating um a lot of them i've kind of forgot about but there there were like at least a handful of things that most players experience naturally where she just they just did not show up or spawn in a a way for her and that kind of sucked because like she had to figure out i basically was like well this is normally what would have happened this is what happened to me and she kind of had to 
have a, a more difficult time um, because, you know, she didn't have those things at her disposal. So that, that's been a, a, an issue that we've come across. Um, with the couch co-op, there, there's this leader, leader and follower role. Basically, if you're the leader, you can, you know, the other person can control their character and follow you and do whatever. You, they could go chop down a tree or whatever, as long as it's kind of in frame. The second I start going, you know, as far as I can, and I'm leaving Meg behind, eventually she's going to, you know, pop up just like other couch co-op games like Halo or, you know, those games where if one player is advancing, the other one's going to pop up behind them. And so that's kind of been, we've had some stuff where like I was fishing and then Meg was like, oh, I think I could reach this tree over on this edge of the screen. And then all of a sudden, um, you know, cause she was the leader or whatever. It like popped me over there. I'm like, I just lost the fish that I was going for or whatever. Right. So it's like, you, you can switch between the two by I literally shaking your joy cons or your like pro controller and, um, uh, a button will pop up for the other player and they can hit a, and then they'll switch over to the leader. So it is quick that way, but it's still annoying, right? Like you don't want to do that for everything you pick up because when you pick stuff up as a follower, it automatically gets sent to the recycle box. Um, and so until you're the leader again, you can't access that stuff, right? So I'm gathering all this stuff and, you know, I can't, it just like you pick it up and then it like pops away right away. So like I can't access my pockets. I can't pull out anything from that. Um, my tool ring, I can't even use. I basically have to use the D pad to cycle through them. And it's just like, I don't understand why they couldn't have come up with some sort of like, it just doesn't make sense. It's not like it's a matter of it being non split screen or something like that. Like it should, I don't know why they, they chose to go with that, but it has been the biggest frustration I've had with this game. Um, really my only big issue, but I, I know I'm not the only person on that. Cause I've, I've heard, I mean, Steven, I guess had a similar situation where his, I think his son or something was like the primary resident. And yeah. he was like, <laughs> screw that. I want to be, be the primary resident and he had to restart with a new Island. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I mean like it, I, I wish it was split screen, um, even if it was like Mario Kart and just put a line down the middle and we have our two mm-hmm. sections, um, just so we can kind of still play together in a way, you know, it'd be cool if we could go to like a Nook Island together and gather resources that way. Um, that, that That's the thing that I was going to mention that she can't do. She can't like do any of the infrastructure options. I have to do it all myself. Um so we've been kind of coming up with this deal that like, will she'll like give me bells, like half the bells that it'll cost to. So it's kind of been nice in that sense. But I mean, I basically am responsible for purchasing all those things. And it's just like, mm. it doesn't make sense to me. I don't know why they couldn't just like, if Megan's just playing just by herself, why can't they just make it like she's the primary player? I don't, I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm bit of an issue with that but i mean at the end of the day it's not really something that's you know a deal breaker for me i mean i still enjoy the game but it's noticeable right so even the the just one island per switch thing was a little strange to Mm -hmm. me because i mean going back to the gamecube version if you had two memory cards you could do one island per memory card yeah and you could then 
transfer, I believe you could move to either island at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, or they were towns yeah. back yeah. then. But yeah. Um, yeah, so when I first heard that, I was like, that's that's odd, but I understand kind of why it would be that way with a portable system. And so it made sense. But yeah, it just sounds like that there's a lot of uh, missed opportunity mm-hmm. there. So that's that's unfortunate. I, you know, I haven't really, my wife has not been too interested in playing. She's been more happy to just watch me play and ask mm-hmm. me questions and, and kind of live vicariously that way. So we haven't really tried it out yet. But um, I mean, honestly, unless they do some patching and change some of that stuff, I, I doubt that we will. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's something that could easily be fixed with some patches and stuff. Um, the biggest thing, I just want them to get rid of the leader follower thing. Um, and that would yeah. be, yeah, because like, as of right now, we have no real incentive to to play together. I mean, like, mm-hmm. I'll play in the morning and then I'm like, okay, I'm done doing my stuff. I'm going to play like Xbox now. And then she gets on the switch, right? That seems mm-hmm. like the best way to do it, but it would be fun to be able to do these catch fish together. And um, yeah. So now the online play is, is something that's pretty cool. Uh, we've mm-hmm. experienced it by visiting each other's islands and stuff. Um, so it's pretty straightforward for the most part. Um, the, so basically i guess you have to go to the airport you have to make your island open to visitors and then um, once it's open you know that other player can go to their airport and search to see if other friends are have any islands open if the answer is yes then it's like yeah we can go to this island um and then pretty seamlessly it gets get you basically there's a bit of a loading thing um to get on there but nothing painfully slow like it's pretty snappy and uh it has a cool little animation of you know someone flying in and uh yeah then you're you're on the island to do kind of whatever you want there um what are your guys thoughts on the online plays there is it too basic is it perfect how it is like what what do you guys think I mean, I, I think it's great. I don't have any issues with it, to be honest. Um, one thing I know that I don't think any of us have found yet is there's a timer item that you can get. And with that item, you can actually like do like bug catching and fish catching contests. So you set, start the right. timer. Okay. Everyone runs and it keeps track of how many fish and bugs each person catches. So that would be something fun that we could do in the future. But I don't I don't know how you get that item or, yeah. or, or any of that. But yeah, I mean, as far as just the basic online play i mean it works how i think it should you know everyone's Mm. free to kind of do whatever they want to do um obviously it's it it's got this best friend system so if you mark someone as your best friend Mm -hmm. it gives them a little more freedom to do things on your island um and if if you don't then obviously they're locked out from you know chopping down your trees or digging a bunch of holes or anything like that but yeah i mean i I, based on how well the online works it's very baffling to me that the couch co-op cannot operate in a similar Mm -hmm. fashion right yeah i i I agree with that yeah i think it's um it's it's nice being able to uh very easily visit each other's islands like we'll just send a message like hey anyone open and then you know from there we can can go visit Mm -hmm. someone's island sell our fruits or just you know um visit one of the the npc shopkeepers you know it might be at someone's island and and yeah the the timer thing i think is is cool um it'd be nice if that was maybe uh more easily available um you know to be able to get that and do yeah. those those 
little challenges. Um, mm-hmm. It'd be nice if there were more kind of interactive things to do with, uh, you know, with your friends when you go and visit. Because mm-hmm. once you get there, it is kind of like, yeah, you, you're hanging out or whatever. But then it's like, okay, like, you know, you can go fish and catch bugs and, you know, visit their house or whatever. But it's it's pretty much the same stuff you'd be doing at your own yeah. island, just mm-hmm. with more people. So. For sure. Yeah, I've it, it's come in handy with the turnips, I guess, of like... Yes. Yeah, yeah. with being able to... Um, sell turnips for people going, you know, visiting people's islands where they have higher sell prices and stuff like that. That uh, was it turnip dot exchange that you mm-hmm. shared on them. Yeah. I yep. checked that out and that's a pretty cool system that yeah. someone's come up with on, you know, high price for turnips. So I haven't used it myself. Um, you had a decent, I had a really good haul yeah. on that. Yeah. So I, I put the time in. The queues are extremely long yeah. unless you can get into one really quickly. But yeah, there's um, it, there's all sorts of ranges. I saw people that you know you can post your island for whatever reason, like hey, Sahara is here, right? Or mm. um, you know, some or people, whatever. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, some people will get turnip prices like 130 and post it, and it's like. That's not really the prices people are looking for yeah. unless they're like super desperate. Um, but yeah, you, sometimes you see them like 500, 600 mm-hmm. bells or more per turnip. So I got into one. I was in queue for a long time. Somehow I got booted out of the uh, the queue. And so I was I felt really defeated. And, and it, this was for over 600 bells per turnip. Yeah. So I was really bummed when I got kicked out of that queue because um, I went to refresh it. Refreshing keeps your spot in line but if you leave the page you lose your spot Uh, and i went to refresh because it hadn't refreshed in a while like my position hadn't changed so i'm like let me just refresh and see what happens and uh yeah it couldn't load the page or whatever Mm. and so i got i got booted yeah and it was it was locked so when you get booted out you go back to the main screen there is a button there that you can press to go back to the queue okay so i think it does keep your spot at least for a short amount of time that you can click that button to get back in queue and you'll get your spot back. I don't know what that time frame is, but um, it's worth a try. Uh, if you ever do lose, like, you know, refresh error happens yeah. or whatever. So I, I did get into a few others. Um, some of them shut down before it was my turn. Um, others, they're their queues are very small so they might only have a queue of like 50 people so i wasn't able to get a spot in on those but then i found one that i did get into um i sold my turnips for i think like 560 Hmm, somewhere in there 530 maybe uh per turnip so i had 3800 turnips that i sold and i came out with just under 2 million bells yeah so it was a pretty significant um pretty significant gain there yeah so my uh the the stonks were sh- were strong there yeah <laughs> that's awesome yeah that's something i only bu- the first two weeks because i think i missed the first sunday playing the game um but the f- last two weeks i have just bought like 150 turnips i haven't really now that like i kind of understand the system more and now that there's this turnip exchange i think like this sunday i've already put money or bells aside for getting a big haul uh and i hope to have the same luck that you had of having a big payday here hopefully so 
but yeah, just another like good example of how something like the gameplay, um, this the typical gameplay mechanic of the the turn up stock market um, has kind of made its way into the multiplayer, and that's a, a thing that's I I see daily like on the kind of funny Facebook group and uh, even on Twitter, you know, people posting, hey, I have this turn up price today, and people commenting in. And, you know, um, so that's cool. Like, I really hope I was really worried that Nintendo, seeing that that was starting to get ground of like people posting their turn up prices and stuff, that that would maybe Nintendo's like, okay, this is we're making this too easy for people. Maybe we'll reduce the how high turn ups could sell for or something to prevent you know mm-hmm. these people taking advantage of whatever. I I don't think they would do that because like. I, there's a lot of fun in that, um, yeah. but I was worried because it seems like something that, not it's not cheating, but it's it's kind of like, I I don't think they intended it that way initially. Yeah, you know what right. I mean, right? Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I'm if, curious. Go ahead. I'm curious to see, um, like as time goes on, maybe people start falling off the game a little bit to see yeah. if, uh, you know, maybe queue times get get a little bit better and maybe mm-hmm. make it a little bit easier to get in there yeah. to uh, to make those big sales. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, we got to wrap here soon because we're getting we're like half an hour away um, <laughs> from Final Fantasy. So let's get into our conclusion and end off the show here. So obviously, I mean, all three of us really enjoy the game. We have very little gripes with any anything i mean even the things that we have complained about aren't aren't things that are making us want to put put down the game and walk away so i guess let's just do another round table of like what what are our overall conclusions and then if you guys want to maybe give it a rating out of 10 if you can um i know like garrett and myself haven't rolled the credits and there's still some stuff we need to do but i mean we we got a, a enough hours in the game to conclude on a rating so um i'll I'll get you to start adam yeah so um so for me conclusion is that i just i i love this game um from the time i turn it on till you know just playing today like it's it's just such a fun game it's so relaxing it's a great um it's just a great no stress fun time whether you're playing by yourself you're playing with uh friends or family um or at least, at least not locally. Anyway, yeah. Right, Luke? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's it, yeah. It's just so much fun. I I really like just about everything about it. Like I said, there were some frustrations with uh, you know the shoveling mechanics, and uh, I I'm I'm still a little bummed that like you can't interact with all these mm-hmm. really fun objects that you get, like the the cool tub that I have in my spa room. Like you can't get in it. There's pools you can get that you can't do anything with. You know, there's uh, certain things like little arcade machines and uh you know foosball tables that have very minimal interaction with like there's i wish there was more that you could do like Mm -hmm. you know with so many items in this game like i wish there was just more interaction and uh uh the the raining mechanic like it's only rained on my island once and that was for like 15 minutes yeah Hmm. i never get rain on my island um and and it kind of sinks because there is one fish in particular that you can only catch when it rains and it's a pretty substantial payout 
uh, when you sell it. So I'd like to be able to catch more of those. Um, certain things are very random. Like uh, there's a certain NPC that shows up. His name is Gulliver. He'll wash up on your shore and uh, you find five, five things for him that are buried in the sand. And then the next day he'll send you something. Uh, he's only shown up on my island twice. So, you know, in like the what two weeks now that we've had it, like I've only seen him two times. And, and it was very, very early on um, in my, my play, like the first couple of days he was, he came twice in pretty close succession and I haven't seen him since. Hmm. Um, so there's, there's things like that, like that just kind of irk me a little bit. Um, but I know there's still more to discover in this game because when you get your, uh, your Nook Miles cards for doing, um, you know, certain things a certain number of times. Um, there's still cards that I haven't unlocked yet. Yeah. So it makes me wonder, like, what else is is in this game to, to find and discover. Um, and it's just it's just a wonderful time that just oozes Nintendo charm mm-hmm. and is um, just kind of like like Garrett was saying, like that ultimate Animal Crossing experience. Um and it's been really good. Just, you know, a couple things I'd like to see more of, um, you know, maybe we'll see stuff like that in the patches and we already seen that they're doing, they're doing updates with seasonal events and yeah. everything. And I love the day night mechanic, the season mechanic, um, the hourly music, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, so there's a couple flaws in there, but overall, like I, I absolutely adore this game. So, I mean, for me, like giving it a rating, I'd, I'd say it's a, a really solid nine out of 10 for me. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, Adam, you kind of said it all there, my man. It's, it's, you took the words out of my mouth. It's, they could have called it animal crossing ultimate, like smash brothers. (laughs) And and I think that that would have been a fitting title for it. Um, (laughs) There's a few things that um, I haven't seen yet that I've, that I remember from past games that I'm, I'm sure we'll see some, some point along the way. Like, uh, Tortimer, who used to be the mayor in the old games, haven't seen any hints of him yet, but uh, he's kind of a fan favorite character that I'm sure will show up for some of these events and stuff like that. Um, that's really the only thing that I've I've encountered is just a few of the the older characters that I haven't uh, haven't seen pop up yet, mm-hmm. but I'm sure that they're kind of saving those for a surprise later down the road, and I'm happy to kind of take our time and get to them. So mm-hmm. yeah, I was thinking the same thing. It's a it's a nine out of ten for me as well. I don't think there's uh, outside of making it like a Sims type game, right. I, I don't know that mm-hmm. there's too much more that they could do to really, um, I mean, at least at least this generation to 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 push it forward. And so I'm I'm really I'm really um, satisfied with with what we've gotten. For myself, I'm I'm right there with you guys. I think you summed it up perfectly, Adam. With just like there, it's just like a a bunch of small little issues. Um, but even when you add them all up they're they're not really that big of a deal. So they're the, obviously the multiplayer is something that has really soured the taste of this game for me. <laughs> um, there's other small things that we've talked about um, that I find a little annoying or I, I would want it a different way. Um, I, I'm getting to that point where like, the animation of catching uh, a black bass, you know, hearing that, reading that thing. It's like, okay, maybe the first time you catch it as it's like a new item, right? Like a typical, you know, that's something that's in a lot of games, right? When you find a new item, it, it does that. But if you're picking it up again, 
I, I, I don't need to know, you know what I mean? Like just taking that, taking away those little, and I know that that's what makes it animal but crossing. But it's at least a C plus, Luke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like all the puns are like, they're great the first time, but I mean, I don't, I just, I just want to get to the next thing. And there's been times where like, I see a bug and it's like, oh, I'm getting through this animation. I'm like spamming. Okay, okay, let's get back. I need to go run over and catch that butterfly. And, you know, they're just, but they're so small uh, in mm-hmm. terms of like annoyances that they're not really changing my overall opinion of the game. So, yeah, I've been really, I, I actually like the game a lot more than I expected as as someone who never played Animal, well, I, I played Animal Crossing at my through my friend, the first one, but didn't really know a lot about the series uh just from what i did know about it and knowing my interests and my games that i gravitate towards i didn't expect to like this game as much as i do so that i've been pleasantly surprised um with how much time i've been putting into it and seem to continue to put into it and yeah i just think nintendo has they needed a games with service and i think they've found that with with Animal Crossing, this is a game that a year from now could be totally different with updates and, and things like that. So um, they've already had that set up with the seasons. Um, but, you know, once they do things like around holidays, like Halloween and Christmas and, you know, it's just there's so much room for opportunity. I mean, they could add in DLC of like going to different islands or, you know, maybe doing stuff on the water or like they're they're they're, they've set themselves up in a really great position and i hope that they continue that um nintendo has been kind of weird when it comes to dlc and future updates for their games i mean super mario odyssey never really saw much and we totally expected to see new worlds added and stuff like that breath of the Mm -hmm. wild got a couple dlc packs which was great but yeah like some of their games um, besides Smash Brothers, they really haven't put as much in um, as I think fans would like. And so I really hope that they continue to update this game for the, the next several years. Um, for myself... I'm going to go out on a yeah. little bit of a... Sorry to cut you off there. A little bit of a limb and say that they were developing DLC for those games and found themselves into a, in a position where it was so much that they had to create a second game. Like, I'm I'm... positive whatever Mario Odyssey 2 or Mario Odyssey DLC they were making, they decided this should just be a second game. Yeah, could be. But with Animal Crossing not being one of those, like, you you play and then you're done, like Mm -hmm. like you were saying, like that live service sort of thing, um, I think think it's pretty pretty within reason to see DLC for Mm -hmm. it. I mean, we got it with with New Leaf. Uh, They added... In an island that you could travel to at some point in that game, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, we might we might see stuff like that in this yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, it'd be really cool um, yeah. seeing DLC for the game. Yeah. So I give it uh, an eight out of ten. It's missing that extra point for me just because of the the multiplayer. I think I've had the most complaints. <laughs> uh, I've made it pretty clear I don't like it, and <laughs> yeah. I hope that they update it or improve it. If they don't, it's not the end of the world, but um yeah the it, it did take down the score a little bit but a solid game like definitely come end of the year i know this year is full of well as long as they all release but it's still <laughs> full of games that are going to be game of the year contenders but this is going to be a game that will 
will still be in discussion at the end of the year, um, which is hard to do when games are released in that that first quarter. Um, Animal Crossing has taken over my Twitter feed and my mm-hmm. uh, all my social media feeds. Um, lots of people are playing and talking. I just love watching um, little clips on Twitter of people's experiences and stuff like that. The game's full of character and originality, so I... I think it's solid and I'm glad that we finally, you know, three years in got got an Animal Crossing game for this generation of Nintendo consoles. So, mm-hmm. all right, well, we got 20 minutes here uh, till go time. So let's wrap up the show. I want to thank everyone for checking out this special episode of Games Are Fun. Uh, speaking of Final Fantasy VII Remake, that's probably our next kind of review episode that we're going to do. We'll be giving impressions on next week's episode. You can definitely expect that. But we do want to do a whole episode devoted to Final Fantasy. Um, And that one's I'm really excited for because, like I mentioned on our regular episode this past week, you know, Adam, you have the most experience with Final Fantasy VII. So it'll be really cool once we get to that review episode, hearing what we all think about it, um, because we're all at different levels when it comes to the Final Fantasy franchise and this game specifically and then just you know comparing some of those things from the original to the remake is something I'm looking forward to so you can expect that special to air sometime before the end of April um yeah it really just depends on I I expect Adam and Steven to have that game beat probably the first maybe Um, this weekend (laughs) yeah probably um i unfortunately work tomorrow saturday sunday monday but i got tuesday wednesday off um so i'll be playing it all weekend but i I really was hoping to have two days side by side where i could just stay up all night uh gary you said you're looking at possibly pulling an all-nighter tonight yeah i'm thinking about it my sleep's been a little uh off schedule and usually when that happens i just need to to do an all-nighter and get myself reset exactly i'm thinking about it we'll see so really excited for that we'll post updates on that uh head over to our twitter page at games are fun pod that's when that's where we will tweet out when we're going to be recording that episode and when you can expect it to go live and everything like that so Uh, It would mean the world to us if you could retweet or share this episode with someone who you think would enjoy it. We obviously welcome any new listeners who want to check out the show. So make sure to follow us on Twitter at GamesAreFunPod and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash GamesAreFunPodcast. Adam, where can people follow you? Uh, You can find me on Twitter at AdamPalooza85 and also on Twitch at twitch.tv slash adampalooza85 Garrett how about yourself I'm on twitter at lppanther you can follow me on twitter at lukeallenarm and that concludes our review special for Animal Crossing so thank you so much for listening please subscribe to the show if you enjoyed it on whatever platform you listen to on if you're listening on Apple Podcasts please consider leaving us a review We'd be extremely grateful for that. So thank you so much for listening. This has been Games Are Fun, and we'll talk to you all on the next episode. See you later. Bye.